Blog Talk Radio. Happy Wednesday, everybody. You are live on the Neo Soul Show, the new Soul Cipher. I am the one and only Q-Man, and along with my partner, Regina, we are about to give you another fun-filled evening of hey. Neo Soul extravaganza. <laughs> What's up, Regina? Hey, 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 everybody. Hey, Q-Man, how you doing? I'm Happy doing her right. Regina has issues because she was talking to me before the show, and I can't talk to okay. Regina before the show. Okay. That's all I would say. How's everything <laughs> going with you? I am fabulous. It's summer. It's warm, and I'm just, everything's great. Everything is. Well, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you if you live on the East Coast anywhere, then today Satan basically farted on you because. The temperature was near 100 today. So, um, yeah, basically everybody. Were you hot today, Regina? I, you know, though, I like it or not. I had a three-hour drive, and I had my windows down. I was great. I like the heat. I'm, I'm the heat mice's, the heat mice's daughter. I'm fine with the heat. Yeah, man. I was loving it. Sorry about that. <laughs> it, it, you know, for North Carolina, right? Up in no, North Carolina, we don't mind a little bit of heat. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. from North Carolina, then you know, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's different when you when you live out. Yeah. I didn't know that. Why didn't I know that? Because you probably because I was born in New Jersey, but I moved back south. I moved down south when I was three, so technically, I'm a country girl. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shout out to Angela, always behind mm-hmm. the scenes working. Angela be working hard. Yes, she does. And um, Angela just reminded me to open the chat room because you know I forget all the time. So, mm-hmm. everyone, the chat room is open. Uh, jump in there at blogtalkradio.com slash XBL or blogtalkradio.com slash the new soul cipher. Our guest mm-hmm. tonight is going to be Brian Christopher, an amazing, mm-hmm. smooth brother. And, um, any questions you have for Brian at all, feel free to put them in the chat, and we will ask him. You can ask him about anything you want. The brother is very talented. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. that later, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. And before we bring him on, you know, we got to talk about these BET awards, Regina. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Did you uh, – what do you – do you like Nicki Minaj by any chance? That's a broad. So when you say like, that's a broad question. I think she's talented. <laughs> I, I, okay, yeah, well, I would say yes. Then I would say yes. I like her. Nikki, I think she's Nikki, yes. I think she's very talented. Okay. Okay. We'll take that. Sorry about. Nikki, okay. I mean, Nicki Minaj. I guess she was okay, but come on. You know, once Cardi B came along, that was it for Nicki Minaj, right? See now, here's the <laughs> here's the musician part of me coming in. Okay. Like sometimes, sometimes I will sing a song, especially "I'll Always Love You" by Whitney Houston. That's usually my number one song that people request. Mm-hmm. And when they or Janis Joplin, and when they come up and they say, "You did this song better than Janis. You did this song better than Whitney," I'm like, "I'll say thank you," but I'm like, "No, I didn't," because what I did. I built upon what Whitney did and what Janet did. So with that being, so I cannot be better than they are. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So with that being said, there's certain crazy songs that I listen to. And I am like, ooh, that's Nicki Minaj right there. She just built upon. So to say one's better than the other is kind of tough for me. Okay. Tough. Well, you know, Nicki yeah. Minaj. She don't like BET no more. You know that, right? I did not know that. Why does she not like BET? Um, because when Cardi B won an award, they had posted from the official BET website a picture uh-huh. of Nicki Minaj, not Nicki Minaj, a picture of Cardi B winning the the award. Ooh. And the caption was, meanwhile... Nicki Minaj mm. is being dragged by her lace front. That's you know what you man though. <laughs> that you know I wrote a song about that. 
<laughs> I really did. And it was called No Rivalry. And it okay. goes, you are my sister, not my competition. So when it comes to music, that's, I do find an issue with that. Why can't there just be a lot of good artists out there who are talented in their own way? Why do they always have to be compared with someone else? Like when someone says, that's the next Bob Marley. I'm like, no, there's no, there's not. There was one Bob Marley. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's, I don't okay. know. I well, like after, after the BET account made that disparaging remark about mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj, she mm-hmm. tweeted that Young Money would no longer be a part of the BET experience or award show. Because she was, as the young people say, big mad. I think they still say that. Big people are going to make fun of me because I said that. I already know it. Big so. mm. <laughs> Was she big mad or was she big hurt? Mm. Okay, well, you know, a rapper, mm. we're never going to, no, no rapper's going to say they were hurt. So she's going to go yeah, with big mad. Right. She's big mad. You know how that works. And, I don't um, blame Nikki. Shout out to everybody listening. (laughs) I blame Nikki. But shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to everybody watching me on my Facebook Live. I see you, Yolande. Thanks for giving me a shout out. And um, so you're on Nikki Minaj's side. No, well. You're you're team Nikki Minaj right now, basically. Well, you know I'm a bleeding heart. I'm a bleeding heart. And then when I think of Cardi B having somebody be somebody else, it's sort of like, oh, you look full of yourself. You you really like, ooh. That was a turn, to me, that's a turn off a little bit. But I think she's adorable. I like her music and it's, it's the personal stuff. I, you know, I don't know. I like, them. I like them both. But I think I'm probably more of a Nicki Minaj fan. Sorry. Wow. How I'm sorry. Cardi is 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 it? Look, I don't like the way she talks or the things she day. does, but when Cardi B's music comes on, I turn into a different person. I don't know I why. She's got great music. She, she has great, great music. music. She's she does have great music. Oh, can I say y'all? Sorry. She's adorable. I do love her. I love the music. I love. I love her interviews. I just like you, to me. You feel like the original. I love Jennifer Hudson, but I love Jennifer Holiday's version the best. I just okay. like the original. To me, Nicki Minaj. To me, Cardi B, a lot. Sometimes, you know. You know what I think it similar. is. Mm. Regina, you're you're not making money moves yet. That's what that's about. But I make money moves. Maybe I should make some <laughs> money moves. <laughs> <laughs> so I want. I want to talk a little bit. <laughs> I can't message you. I want to talk a little bit, just a little bit, about this uh, collab with Billy Ray Cyrus and Little Nas X. Now, mm-hmm. I know you, you know about this one, huh? Yes, but of course I do. Okay. Yeah. So Billy Ray Cyrus and Little Nas X, they have this song called Old Town Road. And they performed it at the BET Awards live. Now, hmm. anybody that's over 35 does not like rap music today because a lot of it is bad. What I like hmm. about this song, and, and if you've heard it, it's original. It's an original idea. Mm-hmm. It's... Mm-hmm. You don't get things like this often anymore in rap music where mm-hmm. this guy's not, you know, he's not necessarily being a tough guy. He's not mumbling. He's not, you know, he's just, it's an original mm-hmm. idea. He, mm-hmm. he really took a chance. He brought in Billy Ray Cyrus. All of that's fantastic mm-hmm. to me. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, because, you know, being the I'm not a parent, but and I, I and but being a teacher, I often feel sorry for parents because I'm like because I I ask my students I'm like well, what do you get to listen to? Because everything like if you like hip hop music, it's usually associated with curse words, tripping, drugs, 
who's got the biggest guns, blah, 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 blah. So, honestly, I like it. And I like it. I like it for that reason. Well, first, I, I like the whole thing. I think it's cute. I think it's cute. <laughs> I think the lyrics are cute. The music's cute. But I the love fact that, that just anybody can listen to it, and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be filtered, I like it. I think it's great. I think that I think hip hop is missing. I mean, um, yeah, rap music is missing a lot of that. It's become too. I don't want to sound old, but it is too much negativity in it. It's, it's a lot. That's um, an opinion. It, it, no, it, and, and that makes a lot of sense. Thanks mm. for the shout-out, Bahija Bea Johnson. We're like my salam. And so at the BET Awards, we saw Cardi B. We saw Migos. We saw GEZ, Young Miami. These names are crazy. Little Yachty, mm. Little Baby, Trippy Reed. I don't know how you got to like Trippy Reed, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Junebug and Peaches, they work there. <laughs> the names are the best the part. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And, and, you know, I said I wasn't going to watch the BET Awards, you know what I mean? But sometimes it's interesting to see some of that stuff, you know? It is. It is. Why not watch it? Yeah. It is. Um, mm-hmm. There was a big tribute to Nipsey Hussle at the BET Awards. Mm. And um, a lot of performances into the, with the musical tribute. Um, Marsha Ambrosius, DJ Khaled, oh. John Legend gave an emotional performance. And, uh, you know, they pulled out all the stops for Nipsey Hussle, basically. And uh, his family took the stage, thanked everyone for the support. And while that was, you know, that was great, you know our people. So you know there was some people that weren't happy about it, right? <laughs> you know how it works with our people. It's not just going to be, hey, that was nice. So... The John Singleton. Uh, yeah. Yes, recently passed John Singleton. Um, his baby mama was not happy about this. Okay. <laughs> Why was she unhappy? She said that they pulled out all the stops for Dipsy Hustle and not John Singleton. And she she kind of went off about it. <laughs> she said, and her name is Tasha Rhea, she said that, uh, so BET can take the time to honor Nipsey Hussle and not John Singleton. Their whole movie lineup is John Singleton movies. His movies are in the BET commercial. They never featured anything, uh-huh. Nipsey, but I guess he's trendy. Never mind John was oh. talking doing the same stuff as Nipsey since the 90s. That's what she said. Aye, aye, aye. Now, that's rough. Yeah, she's morning, too, though. She's still in the morning okay. stage, so okay. things well, are a little hurtful, maybe. His family put out a memo saying that she doesn't speak for everyone. So, mm-hmm. And a lot of people were not feeling what she said after that. Yeah, maybe you're right. You know what? I I didn't even think of it from that standpoint. That maybe you know, we do crazy stuff, man. When you're in the morning stage, we do crazy stuff, man. See, I see. Only y'all get away with that. If, if a guy yeah, did no. that, it'd be a whole different thing. If, if, if a guy did that, it'd be a whole different problem. But you know, if a guy that's did a conversation what? for another day. Oh God, <laughs> we're gonna have it too. We're gonna put that on the back burner because we're gonna have that conversation. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> So let's talk about Brian, my man, Brian Christopher. This guy, amazing, mm. amazing crooner, this guy. Um, met him when I was on the Girls Gavin show. And mm. um, this guy was smooth. He could sing. He was kind of funny. And, you know, I was like, wait a minute. This guy does everything I do. Uh-oh. He's pretty good at it. You can't sing. <laughs> 
you know, being funny is my thing. But you can't say You know, the only uh luckily for me, he was about six three and a half and I'm six four. Otherwise we couldn't have been friends because I wouldn't have had anything over this guy. <laughs> but he's a midget, huh? <laughs> hey, I, I had to have something. You know, but his voice his voice is amazing. And um it is. it's what I also what I liked about him was his story is unique. Um, he's humble. And I went to one of his concerts and I was the only guy there. You know what I mean? I believe that. Yeah. And yeah. They were he's sexy. It was like new kids mm. on the block in the eighties. That's what it felt like. Mm. He's sexy. Of course I've never met him, but his voice <laughs> is very sexy. Yeah. His singing, his music is very sexy. Well, listen. Okay, you know, wait, what'd you say? What? What did you just say? <laughs> I said, although I've never met him, his voice and his music is very sexy. Okay, see. So I can imagine you, it being. What? You are only allowed to refer to your co-host in that sense. We, you're not going to. Okay. See, you're, you're starting a competition between me and Brian already. And that's not what's going to happen. Okay? So we're going we're gonna to get into his music and bring him on. Now, before we do, um, I want to address something Angela said. Angela said, I can't sing. Angela's always messing with me. But, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Mm. Angela's a bully. And Angela, you know I can sing. I know you listen. So don't mess with me. But anyway. We're going to get into Brian's music. Um, we're going to play his song, Love's Consumed Me. This mm. is why Brian is winning, because a lot of brothers won't say something like that. Mm. And he has no problem doing that. <laughs> so we're going to play his, his smooth song, Love's Consumed Me. And when we come back, we will have Brian Christopher on the line. So here we go. Love's consumed me. Oh, 
dropping all over the country. And with that said, I want to welcome my man, the one and only Brian Christopher onto the show. What's up, brother? <laughs> What's going on, big dog? What's happening, man? Listen, I hope those underwear are clean and then I'll, I'll be all right. You know what I mean? See what I mean? Long, long, as, long as they clean underwear, we have no problems, man. But, uh, What's going on? <laughs> Do you see what I mean about this, brother? Welcome, bro. Welcome oh. to the new soul cipher, powered by Next to the L. I couldn't wait to yes, see you here, man. I could not man, wait. Hey, look, oh. man, I was, I was looking forward to it when we met on Girls <laughs> Gavin, man. You know, it was the instant click, man. So th- I knew I knew this was going to be fun, man. So thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was just talking about coming to your concert and basically yeah. being one of two men in an 
in an entire room, man. How do you, how do you uh, live like uh, that? We'll <laughs> see, you man. You know, it, we'll see. You know, it, it takes a lot of training from you know <laughs> from the from the Chinese gods. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know they they it just it just allows me to you know focus in on the task at hand. But I tell mm-hmm. you, man, listen. You know, you can't. You can't choose. You can't choose your audience. But I'm grateful. I always, I often, uh, you know, kind of make a joke about it. Now I was like, now if you were to walk into that same show and saw a room full of men, I think we'd be having a different kind of conversation right about now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it would be just the opposite. We wouldn't say anything. <laughs> We wouldn't say anything. <laughs> okay, and I can appreciate that, yeah. So anyway, I think if I had to choose, that's the way it has, man. You, you just got the fellas, you just got to deal with them, man. You know, that's how it is. Now, when uh, when we did Girls Gavin together, you told your story, and it was mm-hmm. it was a fantastic story. It really was. Your Your life's journey and some of the things you've been through and some of the things you've done, and I won't even, I didn't even try to caption it or, you know, give a short version. I figured when you came on, I would just mm-hmm. let you or have you rather tell, tell everyone all of these great things that, that you were saying on Girls Gavin. Your, your story's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I appreciate it. Man. And, you know, just to, you know, kind of reiterate, of course, from there, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone, first of all, has a story, and I think it's worth sharing no matter kind of what, you know, what capacity, if they're on a stage like I am or if they're just going to work every day. But uh, the, the, you know, for those who don't know me, my name is Brian Christopher. Um, I'm an independent artist. I believe independent artistry, meaning that, you know, most of everything I do, if not all, is self-produced, um, meaning that I kind of take the entire, you know, thought process of kind of where I want to go from beginning to end and uh, and there's no one in between trying to, you know, kind of infiltrate that, if you will. Um, but part of my story is that I started this about maybe 10 years ago, um, 2009, 2010, I released my first project, um, you know, and, and it's funny because one of the things we were talking about is that Interestingly funny when I say that is that, you know, I'm a divorcee, mm-hmm. and prior to, I wasn't really singing. I mean, I was, you know, singing around. Mm-hmm. You know, ironically, I was singing a lot of funerals. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, uh, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, the funeral the funeral circuit was, was lit, man. But, um, <laughs> uh, but as far as, like, creating my own music and really trying to have a plan of, as an independent artist. I didn't start really until about 2010. So going on 10 years now and uh, just the whole process, man, um, you know, I've I've been able to take my artistry from just singing songs and writing music and performing to more of a purpose-driven kind of career where as you know, I want to use it as a platform and recognizing that everything we have can, can be considered as a platform and my music is no different. So mm-hmm. uh, back in uh, 98, um, I was able to thankfully um, d- donate a kidney, one of my kidneys to my mom. And mm-hmm. uh, she's doing well. So you're talking 20 years later, man. Uh, still doing well, but I would say as far as the platform, I've been able to use my music to really bring awareness to the importance of organ donation and, you know, tissue, organ and tissue donation, especially in the black community. Um, that's, so that's something that's, that's, you know, that's really needed. So if I can use my music and my platform and my influence to bring awareness to something as important as that, then I feel like now it has added uh, purpose to it. In addition to just, you know, bringing light to just that there's more music than what you hear on the damn radio, man. And right. uh, unfortunately, a lot of independent artists don't get that kind of play on the radio. So shout out, shout out to you and all the other internet-based um, shows and 
you know, that, that that seeks out independent artists such as myself. So it just it gives me the drive to create more because I know that there's a platform there's people that's ears as well and they hear it and also mm-hmm. hear my message. So yeah, so that's that's kinda of part of my message in a nutshell. I've been drinking tequila, so if it didn't sound right, that's probably why. <laughs> you say drinking tequila? Were you, you drinking tequila? Yeah. I've been I, I came home, it was a nice it was hot. But it was a nice day. I threw some steaks and, and asparagus and corn on the grill, and I washed it down with some tequila. Ooh. Yes, indeed. She was a you couple of things. I don't know if you, if you heard our show next week, but uh, I'm sorry, last week, because you didn't hear next week. Last week, when we had uh, LPA artists, you were talking about um, organ donations. Mm. What a coincidence, because I don't know if you heard her, but she, needs to, she has lupus and she needs two kidneys. Transplant, yeah. and That's so real. her mother is all about doing the same thing, like going into the community, especially black communities, and um, yeah, you know, promoting organ donations. So what are we gonna do with them? Absolutely, um, yeah, I, yeah. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Wow. So you said was it the divorce that motivated you? I, I was trying to follow that, and if so, why? Did it give you a different? Did it give you a new outlook, or was it a healing process? The music. Music is well, I, well, I think you know. For me, it's yeah. a lot about it's a lot about just understanding that there's freedom and and being creative. So whether mm-hmm. it's singing or whatever, there's a creative uh, gene within. I think a lot of people, but there's some that actually has a little bit more where they can actually can go out and actually market it and some of course as we know can make money on it. So for me mm-hmm. I feel like that was that was something that had to come out. So uh, I won't say the divorce motivated me, but I do realize that mm-hmm. um though know, sometimes you can be so in a place that is not as positive or not as um conducive to allow mm-hmm. your creative to shine that unfortunately mm-hmm. It almost has to, it feels like, at least in my mind, it feels like something has to die for something else to be born. Wow. Mm. Is that a lyric in your song? That should be a lyric. That's a good line for a <laughs> I don't song. know. Yeah, Ooh. I know. Oh, hold on, hold on. Wait, I'm writing now. Like, <laughs> That's great. Right, I'm writing now. That's some good stuff. I don't know if it's just Killer or you guys, but either way, it might be a song. <laughs> So when when did you realize the first time how good you were in terms of your voice and your ability? When when did you first come to the realization of oh okay I can really sing? You know what that's an interesting question because of course like singing much like any other art is so subjective. So um, you know it's hard to pinpoint. But I will say that my first uh, kind of idea that maybe I had something going uh, was when I got to college, because mm-hmm. prior to, prior to uh, you know when I was like in middle school, they made you take a chorus uh, class, and the teacher I can't remember her name to save my life, but it doesn't matter. I guess at this point. I remember I joined chorus and she encouraged me to go try out for like the honors course for the state of Maryland. And so I decided, you know, off her recommendation to go. And of course I made it. So we're going around, but that was a lot of chamber music and stuff like that. And then I got into church. So I didn't grow up in church. I got into church maybe around like um, 10th, 11th grade. And I got into that, and I quickly learned that church is no different than the world. <laughs> um, and that, you know, it, you know, it's the haves and the have-nots. is is the, uh, you know, the cliques uh, just as strong. It's just got a Jesus label on it. But that's another story for another show. Um, but, uh, you know, so they, did, they didn't allow me to sing. Uh, necessarily in the gospel choirs, but when I started going to a one particular church, they did try to give me a little bit more leads in the choir and stuff like that, and I started realizing. But when I left there and went to college, that was the first time somebody, or maybe a couple of somebody, said, "Man, 
you can really sing. And mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, real humbly, like, I know. I'm just kidding. No, I didn't, I didn't say that. But, um, but no, it it really it really um, encouraged me because I that kind of spawned a lot of stuff because that's when I started writing more. Of course, started singing more, and mm-hmm. uh, it just spawned a whole new love of what this was. It became less of a hobby and more of a passion um, around college. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, now, in terms of because your voice doesn't sound like everybody else's. You're, you're, mm. you, you got, you got something special. So in terms of <laughs> your inspirations mm. musically, who are they? Um, interesting, man. I mean, I think you actually uh, was a you bore witness to some people that actually um, have inspired me um, as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate that, man. That you know, I, th- I think everyone does have their own unique sound and things like that. I will say, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that are influenced one way or the other. And you know, as an artist, as a music fan, I do kind of feel like there's a lot of people who just won't embrace their own uniqueness, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. But um, you know, so it's a lot of people that sound alike, in mm-hmm. other words. But um, you know, you came to a show, and um, for those who didn't come to show, listen, I did a tribute show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I brought back a tribute show of uh, something I did about five years ago to three artists that I male singers that I was always been impressed by one way or the other, and just been inspired by, and that was the one of Mr. Will Downing, uh, one mm-hmm. of Jeffrey Osborne, and one of mm-hmm. Mr. Uh, Gar- Gary Taylor, and those three was somebody that I kind of pattern, I, I guess, my style and just kind of what I like maybe after, maybe not as consciously because I, I, I do want to believe I have some kind of uh, unique, you know, uniqueness to it. But at the end of the day, I think we're all inspired by somebody. However, mm-hmm. I will say uh, that there are three uh, artists that um, inspired me coming up and they have yeah. no real connection to to any to each other at all but for some reason they stick out in my head and maybe even four one is um a, a gospel singer by the name of daryl coley if you were in the gospel you would know exactly who he is rest in peace but this guy was a phenomenal phenomenal vocalist and i i remember listening to this dude and when i, when I first kind of got into church and stuff like that and I was like, man, this dude is amazing. I couldn't do any of the stuff he was doing as far as vocally, you know, all the acrobatics and stuff like that. But as far as, like, the control and stylistically, it was awesome. The second person um, was, believe it or not, Aaron Hall from Guy. What? And, and, and let me tell you something. It's not even that, it's not even that he was, like, some exceptional vocalist because compared to Daryl Coley, like, he don't even hold a candle to it. Right, However, right. J- just, just his style, his influence, his energy, yeah. and his overall confidence on stage. Like, this is yep. a brother who really was a negative singer, but you couldn't tell him that, and you couldn't no, tell the people couldn't. on stage yeah. that he, he was. He has a good run, though. He would have yeah, good run. I mean, yeah. so, you know, he, he did his thing, and, and, and to me, I was attracted to that. But I mm-hmm. remember it was probably around, like, 91, 90, 91, and I remember listening on WHUR, uh, and there was a guy that came on the, on the radio, and a song I never heard before. I heard the song, but I hadn't heard him sing it. And it was, I tried to do the best I can for you. And it was Will Downing. And let me tell mm. you that was the first time I would say I could vocally identify with somebody because he was a mm-hmm. thinner baritone you know, mm-hmm. that was singing words that I could understand. He wasn't doing a lot of riffs, a lot of runs. And, man, when I heard Will Downing, that was the first time I think I fell in love with kind of music as a whole and lyrics and things like that. Because uh, Will's early stuff, I mean, I'm a Will fan, but his early stuff was something, man, that I, I, I feel like didn't get his just due, but definitely is a big, big, big inspiration on me. So I went back, bought all the tapes when Will had hair, and stuff like that. It was crazy, right? you know what I mean? And, 
you know, trench coats wearing wheel type stuff. And I went back and won. But I did say it was four, and I won't hold it myself. There's another guy. I I spent my summers in Indianapolis, uh, a lot of my summers early on in Indianapolis with my uncle. So during the summer after school, I would go over to Indianapolis. And my uncle had a big catalog of music. And he had this one saxophonist uh, named Frank Morgan. And he's a big saxophonist. A lot of people don't really know about him like that. But if you don't, look him up. The name is Frank Morgan. And I remember he was the first artist, musician, whatever, that I listened to his entire catalog, whatever my uncle had, and I almost memorized every riff and run of the sax. And that's when I started realizing I had a little bit more to singing a few tunes. I realized I had a a really good inclination to music in general, and uh, things started becoming a whole lot more clear and a lot more easy as time goes. So I would say those four, man, uh, okay. kind of my influence. Yep, yep. Actually, Will Downing was the first person I thought about. That's the first person. You know, I a lot of people say that, I, right? Yeah. A lot of people say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Do you think I sound like Will Downing, or I just kind of remind you of that? Yeah, no, it was a feeling. It, it was a, it was a feeling of listening to, to his music. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's kind of what I say. Will has such a rich, rich tone, mm. and I don't think tone, 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 my tone doesn't really match his. But I can understand why people would say that. So I'm yeah, not mad because they could easily, they could oh, easily say I sound like Randy Watson. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that would be <laughs> that's good. A, it's a gift. Yeah, just, just a certain aspect or a certain part of your your voice that just reminded me of him of a certain style. Yeah. So are you musician? Hey, I take it. That's yeah, um, well, I would say, uh, yeah, in a way. I mean, I write, I yeah. you play the key, uh, the keyboards to write a lot of my songs. Um, Good. But yeah. I'm not one of those. I'm not a virtuoso by any man, account. That's um, mm-hmm. all the music mm-hmm. you heard on that particular song was uh, by my producer Dawood Saeed, um, and mm-hmm. he's, I would say, a bona fide genius. And that's not even, you know, trying to. Say anything. Anybody knows him will probably agree, man. He is a bona fide genius, and he's right here in this area. Duke Ellison grad, mm. and uh, yeah, wonderful, wonderful dude, man. Well, but that was yeah. good. I like that about the song too. That um, it had it featured musicians as well. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, a fan. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> a young lady in the chat room had a question. She wanted to know about the blend. Yeah, the blend, man. So, uh, so the blend is something that has been evolving since 2014. Um, somewhere uh, around the time I started, I really started looking at the um, the landscape for independent artists in particular, and I realized one thing that. It's something that isn't necessarily, it's not that the music isn't good. It's not that the, uh, the, the artists aren't talented. It's just that perceived value of independent artists uh, is lacking in the sense that, you know, as far as putting us on the same plane as some of the major artists. So in a mm-hmm. nutshell, I just knew that artists, independent artists, grassroots, independent artists who's doing it on their own, like myself, aren't going to get the same kind of opportunities on the radio, on major, you know, airplay, um, just because this is how it is. And so instead of fig- trying to figure out why and try to play that game, I decided long uh, back in 2014 that I would start a showcase of my own um, mm. that would highlight some of these artists that I like, that I felt like a lot of people like. So back in 2014, I went to this spot on 8th Street Northeast, called the Elroy, and I talked to the uh, owner there, Kyle, at the time, and I said, hey, Kyle, man, this is what I do, and I want to do this showcase on Thursday nights right here at your place, man. And let me tell you something, and I would live stream it so the whole world could see it, and, you know, I was trying to be very, you know, uh, 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 innovative, you know, and, and forward-thinking, and people would come out, in droves, man, and they had like this long staircase, and people come out and they check it out. And I would bring artists uh, from you know near and far. Uh, shouts out to my man Bashiri Assad from Indianapolis and Kevin Sandblum from California, and um, 
there's a lot of other people I would bring in, some local artists as well, and they will perform for about an hour, hour and a half. People get a chance to know them, and then it kind of goes from there. Um, but it's evolved because shortly after that, I did about two seasons there, and then I decided that my third season, I would bring it kind of internal, and I would um, I brought it into my house, and I started live streaming from my house, and I started bringing in people because I wanted people to really kind of get a chance to know them. So it would become mm-hmm. like a performance slash – it would become like a performance slash um, interview, if you will. And so we would interview, we would talk about it, and then I realized something, like I told you earlier about – the platform. I realized I had a huge platform. And so in 98, I had given my kidney to my mom, but I will tell you from the entire time from 98 to 2015, 16, I had never really talked about the fact that I was an organ donor to my mom. I never mm-hmm. used that as a platform or any kind of leg up or anything that I was doing artistically. But I realized something, that everybody doesn't get the kind of platform I get. And even if I created it, when I have two, three, fifty, a hundred people listening to me, guess what? That's a platform that I can use for positivity. So I started not only to kind of lift up for artists, I started also uh, using that to bring awareness to something that had become obviously important to me and in my family, and that was the idea of organ and tissue donate, donation. So I decided to use that, the blend, as a whole nother kind of mean. And I partnered up with an organization called Donate Life America, and I'm an official part, music partner with them, so that as I start doing my shows and my events, part of my proceeds will go to them to continue that quest to bring awareness to organ and tissue donation. And now it's just become this kind of this organic hopefully organic kind of thing uh, that I do whenever I feel like it. It's really not even a quarterly thing or whatever, but I do it whenever I feel like it. And I have a band and I have special guests and I have people just coming out and it's a wonderful, wonderful experience. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm super, super proud of that. That's fantastic, man. So what's like America? No, I was just hoping we could put them on our website, Donate Life America. Yeah, look them up. Oh, yeah, definitely. Look them up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And um, we want to make sure that everyone can find you, find your music, and where to get it, mm-hmm. where to find you, and all that stuff. So let everybody know where they can get your music and definitely whatever you have next going on, appearance-wise. Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so here's the thing. So if you guys ever want to <laughs> connect with me, uh, if you want to connect with me, you must send five dollars to uh, <laughs> PO Box and uh, support this cause, uh, and I will gladly, gladly uh, connect with you. No, actually, um, you know I'm, I'm pretty much everywhere. But however, my hub is BrianChristopherOnline.com. BrianChristopherOnline.com. Uh, but if you're on social platforms, connect with me at B Chris Music, primarily on Facebook and Instagram at B Chris Music. And uh, yeah, let's chat. Let's let's chop it up. Um, if you don't have the music, shame on you. But guess what? It's still available, <laughs> and uh, you guys go anywhere and grab it, man. Um, you know, let's let's rap, man. I think you know, music, independent music, is so so important. However. Uh, I say this with every ounce of humility I can. I just don't want you guys to just support a brother, if you will, in quotes. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, support a brother to me means I buy a CD and that shit just stay on your your dresser. It's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? I I think Mm -hmm. support a brother, if you're going to support, then, you know, I would say donate your money to Donate Life America. However, if you're going to buy my music, I want you guys to rock with it, man, because people need to hear it, man. And people need yeah, to not cool. only hear me, but it's a lot of other dope artists out here that are doing some phenomenal work. And um, you guys need to hear it, man. And I know I'm going to continue going on. So with that said, I got a busy, 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 busy summer. And I hope to see you guys out um, starting with uh, this Friday. I Not only am I an artist, but also I'm an event host. And I have the honor and the privilege to uh, host a jazz summer series going on uh, 
out in the Baltimore, the Hartford County area, out in the past Baltimore, Bel Air in particular, uh, at the Leary Denim, Lero, Lirio Denim, or forgive me for my oh. pronunciation, uh, Mansion, but look it up on the website, you'll see it. Uh, shout out to Lorraine Belly Carter of the Women's Challenge. It's going to be a dope series, uh, I guess, every fourth week of the next month, leading all the way to uh, September, starting on on Friday. So Friday the 28th is kicking off uh, with a wonderful, wonderful tribute band called Ingratitude, a tribute to Earth, Wind, and Fire. If you guys haven't seen them, and if you are a fan of Earth, Wind, and Fire, you need to come. Mm -hmm. If you're not a fan of Earth, Wind, and Fire, that's okay. I'm going to be there. So just come on out for me <laughs> as well. And uh, it's, it's going to be pretty dope. But uh, we got Earth, we got Ingratitude uh, this month. Next month is a wonderful saxophonist, Brent Burkhead. Uh, in August, uh, there's going to be uh, Eric Robeson, who I would consider the probably the king of independent soul music right you know now for the past mm-hmm. 10 plus years and if you don't Eric Robeson is the man and uh, I got a lot of respect for him so he'll be and then in September it's going to culminate with a, a wine festival that I'll also be hosting as well uh, I got some other shows local in between uh, in July and in August and then in August 15th uh, I'm doing a show with uh with uh, Rasan Patterson, who's another independent artist who's doing a lot of stuff for the past 20 years or so. So I got a lot of stuff on the books, man. And in between that, I'll be juggling and, uh, you know, and riding mm-hmm. unicycles and stuff like that, too. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I really appreciate you coming on with us, man, and spending some time with yeah, us. Yeah, man. As usual. Two yeah, things I want to come say out before you. you go. Two things I got to hear you. Because hold on, hold on. You know, I, I, I got both of y'all. Was it me? I have really bad short term. So it was two things I wanted to say before we let you go. Okay. One was that Aaron Hall in the My Fantasy video. If you, if anyone hasn't seen it. The moment he finds uh-huh. this woman in the club and unbuttons his shirt slowly and gyrates, okay. uh-huh. no human being should be able to gyrate. If you haven't seen that, go to the video and watch it. That's number one. I got to check it out, man. <laughs> All right. Okay. When we, Brian, as soon as we finish here, Google the My Fantasy video, watch it on YouTube. Okay. Just watch me find this okay. woman in the club and unbuttons his shirt, starts gyrating. You're going to text okay. me immediately. Okay. That's I number remember one. that. Number two, you can't forget that. That's what I'm saying. Number two. I remember that. Number two, when you're barbecuing, can you think of me, man? We're not that far apart. <laughs> well, that's cool, man. Listen, you know, when I'm barbecuing, I just be in the, I just be in the spirit of, uh, I just be in the spirit of mesquite, man. I be in the spirit of KC. I be in the spirit. <laughs> You know, so I'm not really thinking, but uh, it's all good. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, we got to hang out. Absolutely. Gotta yeah, hang out man, listen, that. man, you know, I just want to say, man, I really appreciate what you're doing, man. I think um, it's necessary uh, when mm-hmm. you're talking about, when you're talking about using platforms uh, such as the Internet for good, man. And, you know, of course, you know, there's a lot of people out here just kind of just perpetuating the the same old same old just talking about the same old same old and the same people but you know i would say this man you know there's room for everybody and i really really appreciate you man so thank you very very much for having me on and uh you know this was fun man yeah this was fun man you're the best man we appreciate it and i'll definitely be talking to you in the days to come man yes sir man i hope to see you guys out Everybody who's listening and going to be listening, man, at one of the shows that I'm hosting and or performing, it's going to be a good time. And some of the things I'm doing are for a great cause, man, and it's a, it's an awesome, awesome thing to be a part of. So I will be looking for you. Come up to me, shout shout out to me, and make sure Brian Christopher online, you guys go on there and pick up the – I got two albums out, so hopefully you guys will be able to grab them both and rock with it. There you have it. 
All right, mm-hmm. Brian. Thanks again, man. Take care of yourself. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate you, bro. We'll talk All to right. you soon. Definitely, man. All right, man. Peace and love. That was Brian Christopher, everybody. Fantastic guest. Wasn't he? he he's you a know, good I'm guy. I'm going to have to come out. And I guess I have to bring an extra pair of underwear. Is that what I understood? I am not going to address that because of ah. the many movements that are going on right now in the country, and I don't want to get in trouble. So, <laughs> I love so. it. <laughs> okay. Fantastic show. We, yes. we did our thing tonight. Donate Life Regina. America. Great show. Great show. Yes, he's very, very inspirational. Another very good artist. We've done good. And you know Three what? Great artists in a row. We're, we're, we'll leave it at that. We got about four and a half minutes left. We're going to mm-hmm. play Brian's second song and close the show out. All right. So have, I will have see you. Evening. I will see you next week, Regina. Yep. Try and to have a fabulous evening. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and for the rest of you, thanks for listening. <laughs> We're going to play Brian's second song for If the Truth Be Told. And have a great week. Have a great weekend. Dress warm. I see you watching, Drake. And uh, until next week, we'll holler at you guys.
truth be told. 